Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit their website at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find their broadcast with guests from all across the technology spectrum, their social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. And hello and good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. As David, my co-host, said, to another edition of Technology Expresso Radio. And as you know, we are gearing up and highlighting the upcoming BDPA National Convention. We are partnered with BDPA and are always excited to promote and highlight all of the exciting and wonderful information BDPA has to offer. This particular series is our afternoon series, and as you all who have been following it, it is typically co-hosted or guest-hosted with Felicia Jones, And we may even, in fact, hear from Felicia before today's show is over. But Felicia Jones is the founder of Next Level Technology Foundation out of Atlanta, Georgia. And as you know, Next Level Foundation has an IT minority executive forum. And today, Felicia has arranged for us to interview Jean C. Wadi, CEO of Diversant, LLC, and we're very excited about that. And first of all, Jean is on the line with us, so I want to say welcome, Jean. And Jean, I just want to make sure that your mic is on and that we can uh, hear you because we're excited to get this interview started. But first, I'm going to give our audience a little bit of background uh, about Jean, and then we'll jump right in. So first of all, Jean is a visionary entrepreneur and owner of Diversant LLC, the nation's largest African-American-owned IT staffing and solution firm. In many ways, Diversant is a reflection of Jean's professional expertise, personal drive, and his commitment to helping others. The company has enjoyed dramatic growth even during the economic downturn and has developed a reputation for excellence among numerous Fortune 500 companies. And his local community, Gene, coaches minority youth about how they can get involved with technology and use it to advance their careers and lives. Gene is an active member of the board of directors of PACE, PACE, the Program for Acceleration and Careers of Engineering. PACE is a science and engineering awareness program in which professionals volunteer their time to work with local minority high school students to help prepare them for technical careers. Jean also served as an active board member with Marion T. Thomas Charter Schools in New York and in the New Jersey Tech Council. A member of Alpha Phi Alpha, the country's first African-American fraternity, 
Jean is very active in many of their community service programs as well. Jean was named the 2013 Ernest & Young Entrepreneur of the Year New Jersey winner, as well as the 2011 New Jersey Biz, NJ Biz Executive of the Year finalist. The son of two Harlemites, Jean was raised in New Jersey. Jean attended Fairlane Dickinson University, where he earned his Bachelor's of Science and Mechanical Engineering. A Jersey guy at heart, Jean chose to stay in his home state, where he now resides with his wife and children. So again, I want to just open up the mic and say, welcome, Jean. Jean, I want to make sure that you are still with me and you can hear me. I can't hear you at the moment, but I know we're just going to do a quick mic check and we'll be able to get that resolved. So Jean, just let me know if you can hear me. Well, nonetheless, we are going to uh, check back in just a, a minute. As my audience knows, every now and then we have a technical glitch here or there, but I think I'm getting some sound now. Jean, are you there with me? I can hear you, but maybe you're going to dial back in because it, it sounds like uh, we were connected at one time. So, audience, stay with us. Um, I want to, uh, again, we're going to have Jean Wadi, who is the CEO of Diversant. And also I want to let you know, because we've been talking about the BDPA National Convention, it is coming up in Washington, D.C. As you all know, we've been talking about this. Well, it's finally here. The BDPA National Convention is August 18th through the 22nd, and Jean, in fact, will be at the convention and will be one of our speakers. So make sure it's not too late. You can check the bdpa.org website and get your hotel reservations, get your registrations, and be there. And, of course, Technology Expresso will be there as well. So we look forward to seeing you. So stay tuned for just a moment, and we're going to get Jean on the line. And I am right now, uh, I believe, Gene, is that, are you uh, back on the line? Yes, I am. I just was, uh, I just called from a different phone, and uh, hopefully you can hear me okay. We absolutely, coming through loud and clear. You know, that uh, technology, uh, <laughs> it can be a <laughs> exactly. friend or a foe, <laughs> but nonetheless. Exactly. But, you know, but thanks to technology, you're on one side of the country, I'm on the other. Our listeners are spread throughout, and we get to and have this next uh, 45 or 50 minutes with you. So I, I gave your, your introduction, which I know you know all too well because you lived it. So why yes. don't we have yep. you <laughs> fill in the gaps, and why don't you take us back to a young Jean, and tell us how did you find yourself in the, the career path that you chose, and what were some of the things that influenced you to go into the engineering field? Hmm. Well, very, very, uh, very great question. And again, thank you for having me this morning. I'm sorry for the brief delay uh, due to the technology. Um, uh, but, um, you know, as far as getting into business and becoming an entrepreneur, I wish I had a better story uh, for you. Uh, I wish I could say that 
I knew from a young age I was going to uh, run my own business and take over the world and do all these great things. But that's not the truth. To be honest with you, um, I was raised in a very uh, blue-collar family. Uh, my father uh, worked for the 3M company for almost 30 years. So I was raised very, you know, conservatively, you know, work for a company, work for 30 years, get the gold watch, retire, you know, along the way, um, put a few kids through through school and through college. And that was very, you know, the very um, a very conservative approach to life. But what happened to me in 2005 is I got laid off uh, from a job that I really loved. I worked uh, for 10 years at a very large um, IT staffing company. And when I got laid off in 2005, um, that was a bit of what I call divine intervention. And I had to decide what I was going to do with the rest of my life. Was I going to work for a competitor, you know, which was easy, that was a safe thing to do, or was I really going to go, go for it, as we say, and start my own company? And that's what I chose to do, the latter. Now, my wife thought I was nuts. Um, she was pregnant. I was closing on a house. Um, it was, there's no right time uh, to start your own business. But I stepped out on faith, as we say, and uh, here we are, uh, 10 years later. Um, I'm running a company that has revenues of $135 million, um, almost 200 employees, um, 900 consultants out in the field um, in, in 30 states, and uh, we are um, marching uh, forward. So, so there was no great was plan. No great plan. <laughs> it was no great plan. It was, it was what it was what, what God has in front of you. The, the path that path is that chosen for you. Chosen for you. Um, and um, when it reveals itself, it reveals itself, you throw yourself into it 110 percent, and great things and great uh, can happen. So that's so that's where that's uh, how we got to where we are today. Where we are today. And, and you know, I I. I like stories like this uh, because I think that it speaks to our audience and it's very relatable in that um, sometimes it's just when opportunity happens. And what someone might see as a negative, as you spoke, that you were being laid off and mm -hmm. you had all these other life events happening, don't panic, stay calm. <laughs> there, There is, you know, um, there are other opportunities and other paths. And, and like Absolutely. you said, is having that, that background and, again, uh, parents in a 3M company, great company, and that stability, that kind of speaks to and leads into kind of our next uh, conversation is the industry and the, the workforce as we know it and uh, have known it in the IT industry is very mm -hmm. different than our parents' generation. And so that's yes. just something to, to be aware of. But it's also about, you know, being prepared, you know, uh, for when that opportunity uh, does not. Now, now mm -hmm. let, let me back up before I get ahead of myself. Talk to us a little bit more about Diversant, your vision for it, and what sets Diversant apart. Okay, well, it's a great, great question. So Diversant, we are a IT uh, staffing company, and uh, we are part of the 2% of our industry, uh, firms in our industry that are over $100 million in revenue. And if you take that number, over $100 million, and you slice it and dice it, and you look at African-American ownership, um, sadly, there may be three or four or five uh, companies 
nationally that are of that size. So we're in verified uh, verified air. Um, so I'm very proud of that. Um, Diversant has some great, great clients. So we have um, uh, Verizon, Merck, ADP, uh, Comcast, uh, First Data, Wells Fargo, uh, Bank of America. We have some fantastic uh, clients. And um, because we are a certified a minority-owned, um, you know, we, we can get into some great, great accounts. But at the end of the day, it's bigger than just being minority-owned. It's about uh, delivery and performance and consistency. And I think that, more than anything else, is what's made Diversant um, grow over the last 10 years. I think what makes us also different, besides our, um, our diversity status, is the fact that we are 100% domestic. We don't out, we don't uh, offshore any 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 of our operations. We don't have any companies um, in India or the Philippines representing diversity. We're 100% domestic. All of my uh, 135 employees are just that, my employees. They're not subcontractors, and so um, I'm proud of that. It's a little bit of an old-fashioned way of doing business, um, but it works. It works for us. It's it's it's, it's a fantastic uh, differentiator uh, for us. Um, many uh, of my competitors, again, they may have ten percent of their workforce, their sales and recruiting in this country. Diversant is a hundred percent domestic. It's all about domestic job creation, and um, and um, use that as use another that uh, competitive another, advantage. Uh, competitive advantage. And uh, you know what? And, uh, you know what? Thirty-five, 135 million. Thirty-five million. We are on our way. We are on we our way. going to be 200, 300, 200, 300 400 million, 400 million. Um, within the next uh, several years. The next several years. Absolutely, absolutely. And I can see why uh, your clients are picking you. Those are some really key differentiators and, and, and bold in today's uh, business environment. A lot of mm-hmm. uh, are, are, like you said, doing the offshore and, and that type of thing. So, so kudos, and, and that's very exciting. Um, so let's just talk about, as a CEO, you're making some of these bold decisions on a regular basis. I'm sure people mm-hmm. have their image of what a CEO does on a daily basis. Um, you know, some might have that vision of you kicked back with your feet on the, the uh, desk and, you know, just calling the shots. But why don't you bring it in and, and, and share for us from your perspective what is the day in the life of a CEO? And I'm sure that it varies quite a bit, but kind of give some context for some some of our listeners. <laughs> that's that's an awesome question. So, the, the, the role of a CEO. So, I consider myself. You know, if you look at CEO, people say, "Oh, chief executive officer." You know, I am the chief evangelizing officer. My job is to share the vision of the company, where we want to go, and then empower the staff to get there. That's my job. At the end of the day, I, I believe in a service leadership. You know, it's really about service to other people, not just my clients, but also my employees and their families. So the day-to-day you know, it's very, it can be very stressful. There's a lot of uh, <laughs> sleepless nights. But at the end of the day, it's about being an evangelist for diversion and then opening doors for my team and for them to go forward and make it happen for the firm. So 
I am successful um, in many people's eyes, but I'm really, really successful because I have great people around me. I have folks, the best people ever in the world, work, work for a diversion, and they make me look like a genius because they're so talented, <laughs> they're so and, talented. They're so and they're so devoted. You know, so, you know, so that's the role that's of a CEO. You, of you, really a CEO. Are, you really are the facilitator, the facilitator. For the other folks well, the on other the team. Folks on the team. You know, it, that, that's so what it boils down to. I'm good at what I I'm do. I'm good at what I do. But I hired people I hired who are even better. Who are even better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's, 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 a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a secret. That's a secret. So I, I would love <laughs> to charge you for that. I would love that, to charge you for that. But, but that's a secret. That's a secret. Yeah, you're giving away, <laughs> yeah, you're giving away the secret sauce. <laughs> but, that's but true. That, that but, makes that's it. true. <laughs> But that makes it, you know, I, I can tell that it's a place where I'm sure people enjoy working with you and, and for you and, and for diversity um, because, as you mentioned, that you empower and, and you certainly believe in the people that, that, that um, have joined diversity. So sounds like an awesome place to work. And I, I bet some of our listeners, if you visit com. There are some opportunities within Diversant, and mm-hmm. Diversant also can match you up with some great opportunities. So do visit, <laughs> do visit, that's D-I-V-E-R-S-A-N-T dot com, uh, definitely. And, and to those who are joining us on their lunch hours, we're talking with Gene Wadi. He is the CEO of Diversant. He's an entrepreneur. And uh, in about it's now a largest African American-owned IT staffing and solutions firm. So very excited to to have this, and we're going to continue with our our questions. Let's next talk about, uh, and we started on this path about the IT industry. The IT industry is tricky because it's often changing. Since you started Diversion, what are some of the, the trends that you see and, and what do you see um, coming uh, down the pipe? Well, um, I think you know, one of the, uh, the things I'm, I'm really noticing now is the difference, um, the difference between the millennials, the young folks coming up, and the more traditional uh, job seekers, people like myself. I'm 47 years old. And I remember when I first started, uh, I got my degree in engineering. Um, you know, STEM, STEM education has really uh, put me on the path uh, that I'm on today. But I remember in the 90s um, looking for a job in the newspaper, literally flipping the pages with a highlighter, you know, and calling people and trying to set up interviews and so forth. Today, it's very different. Everybody is using their smartphone. It's mobile technology. They're looking for a job, but it's really more about their own brand. These young folks today, they're not looking to work for a company like I used the example earlier of my dad working for 3M for 30 years. These folks are willing, they're looking to work somewhere for four or five years and then move on. You know, so they're, they're, they're very um, forward-looking. They get bored uh, easily. So they want a constant challenge. They want a dynamic workforce. So the new normal, if you will, is a professional that's only going to be at a company for four years, maybe five years, and they're looking for the next opportunity. Now, for an IT staffing company, that's great 
fantastic for us because, again, we want to be the career agent for these job seekers. We want to work with them throughout their career. So every four or five years, you're going to change jobs. We want you to come to Diversant first and allow us to help you find that next opportunity. So it's a very different game, if you will, than it was you know, 20, 30 years ago when it comes to looking for jobs. You know, so it, 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 so that, that's a, a huge difference. Absolutely. And, and, and in some cases, and, and I myself being in the IT industry, it can be a little dangerous when you do let yourself stagnate and stay at one place and, and then come mm-hmm. out into the industry and find the dumb demand for the skill sets have have changed. And so oh, maybe let, exactly let's right. talk Absolutely. So let's talk about in your from some of your observations, what are some of the, the skill sets and, and how are those even evolving? What clients are looking for the some of mm-hmm. the uh, that, that they're not finding that diversity is helping them with? That's that's a great, 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 great point, great question. So, um, you know, as an African-American male that came out into the IT world in the 90s, there were a lot more, in my opinion, there were a lot more opportunities for us uh, from a minority perspective to get into what we call the end-user support piece of IT, right? Help desk, you know, break fix, um, doing technology refresh, doing, um, you know, uh, the systems engineering work, you know, you were a lot closer to the action. And that was an on-ramp, if you will, to IT for us. So there were a lot of us that got into the, the field uh, in the 90s, you know, working on PCs, working on servers, hands-on kind of things. But over the time, last you know, 20-some-odd years, the value of hardware has gone down. And there is less opportunity now to get into the IT space through the infrastructure side of the business for a couple of reasons. One, the value of the hardware has gone down. You know, PCs and printers nowadays are practically um, throwaway items. If your PC breaks and your laptop breaks today, no one, there's no technician really that's going to come to your office and fix that in real time like they did when I was coming up. Now, they take it, they replace it, they throw the bad one in a bin, and it gets shipped off to China or Korea to get refurbished, and they'll take the precious metals out of it, and they'll do whatever they have to do to it. They may resell it, or they may dismantle it for parts. But that that on-ramp into IT for us has really, really been removed. And so even from a help desk perspective, if you were good with clients and you were good over the phone, there used to be a lot of help desk work in the U.S. Now that business is in uh, India and it's in Asia. So the on-ramp to IT has really been removed. Now, there are hundreds and thousands of jobs that are unfilled, that go unfilled with great companies like you know, Oracle and Apple and, and, and Microsoft. But they are jobs that are very specialized. They're looking for very senior, high-end people that have got you know, 10, 15 years of experience. So from, for us as a people, it's very difficult to get in to the IT space today. You know, so that's a major, major, major change. And so what I've done is started to um, mentor 
a lot of young folks coming out of college and giving them sort of a roadmap uh, for their careers in IT and telling them what's hot. What's hot right now is uh, sort of a, a dual dual track. You have the client-facing skill set, right? You have your business and business analysts, program and project managers that have to be technical, but they also have to be a liaison to the business. If I'm in school today or I'm coming into the IT world, that's where I want to be. I want to be a business analyst. I want to be a program manager. I want to be in front of the client developing requirements for the business, getting in line with the lines of business in these big corporations is where the money is. That's not to say that you can't do well as a Java developer or .NET. I'm not saying that you can't do that. But if you want to really um, have some great hyper growth in your career, you want to be on the front end. You want to be in front of clients. That's where the revenue is generated, and that's where the value is. So that, that, would, be, that would be my advice uh, for today. Excellent, excellent advice. Um, and, and such a, a, a great point. Um, stepping back and not having, not being in the space like you are, but how you talked about is that that traditional on-ramp is not there as it was in the past Mm -hmm. and and explaining that. So very insightful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Um, And uh, I I have a big smile on my face because a lot of my (laughs) listeners know I'm actually in the the business analyst space. So great Uh. to hear. And and wonderful, <laughs> and I'm I'm always willing to recruit and and mentor, and I enjoy I thoroughly enjoy what I do in the business analyst role, um, as well as uh, exposure to the project management, product management. But I like mm-hmm. what you said; it, it's about the client facing piece. So Absolutely. again, great advice for our our listeners. Wonderful. Um, let me ask you you next. Also, and, and you, you're kind of hitting several of our, our points as we, we go along. Um, you talked about mentoring and, and coaching young people, those both going in college and, and coming out of college. And another thing we have in common is uh, BDPA, uh, formerly known as the Black Data Processor Association, but now the Black Digital Professional uh, Association. So can you share kind of a uh, – some of the things, and I know even coming up soon, activities uh, that you have with uh, BDPA. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So we are, um, are blessed um, to be a, a speaker, be a speaker. Um, coming uh, up, a uh, keynote speaker for your convention for your, and, uh, in Washington, uh, uh, D.C. And all of and the all diverse and offices, and offices. Uh, we have nine offices we have now. Nine offices. Um, all of my personnel in those various offices are being tasked with working with BDPA on a very tactical uh, level. So uh, supporting the BDPA, um, their, their meetings, um, speaking engagements, uh, different golf outings, uh, networking events. So BDPA has been a great accelerator, if you will, for my business. And, and, and it's, 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 it's a multifaceted relationship because – BDPA, of course, you know, you've got your minority IT professionals that are part of this organization. Many of them, like yourself, are are technical practitioners, right? They're they're, they're BAs, PMs, um, developers and such. 
but some of them are also um, gatekeepers for some of the Fortune 500 clients. So it's fantastic to go to a BDPA event and meet somebody, somebody who sits within the, the halls of a Macy's or Home Depot or Bank of America. It's like having a friend, if you will, in the business. So we can help folks find jobs, right, people that are already um, technical, they're part of BDPA, they're looking to network. We can talk to them about permanent jobs, consultant jobs with some of the biggest corporations in the country, if not the world. The other aspect is, you know, these are people who are, in some cases, my end client. These are people who are managers with the Fortune 500 that hire consultants or they're looking to hire people on a permanent basis. So BDPA is a multifaceted differentiator um, for Diversant, and I'm, I'm really blessed uh, to be involved with the, with the organization, um, working with people like Felicia Jones and, and her folks. Um, it's fantastic, and I think it's only going to get better uh, with time. Absolutely, absolutely, and we are so excited too uh, to see this partnership between Diversant and with uh, the National BDPA, and and as that also uh, spreads throughout all of the various local chapters. I know the Atlanta <clears throat> BDPA, where I am, has already enjoyed a great relationship with uh, Diversant. So I look forward to it as uh, I instruct our. Uh, listeners as well, come out to the national convention that is uh, coming up just in a few weeks, August 18th through the 22nd, especially to our local Washington, D.C. listeners. Remember that there is a career fair um, and diversity will be there, and you'll get to mm-hmm. talk to them about opportunities and, and, mm-hmm. and capitalize on the information that Gene is sharing with us the insight about uh, what's hot and what the trends are. So it's going to be uh, a great opportunity. I'm looking forward to you you speaking there. But while we have you, we still have you for uh, a few more minutes, and I I want to continue to to pick your your brain as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Let me ask you about people in IT and, and as they're looking for the different career changes, and you kind of said that the norm is that every four to five years, you're probably going to be looking for a job, whether by your choice, um, mm-hmm. in or the changes in the company. What do you mm-hmm. see sometimes that uh, people don't understand or, or maybe some of the do's and don'ts that you are seeing that people are doing and not um, completely taking advantage of the, the opportunities that are out there. What kind of advice mm-hmm. would you say to that? Oh, definitely. So, um, you know, like I said earlier, you know, people change jobs a lot more frequently than they used to. Um, and, again, I don't want to date myself, but <laughs> I'm 47 years old. So when I was coming up, again, people you know, stayed in one job for a long time. That whole paradigm is different now. So you're talking four to five years. What I would a piece of advice I would give to job seekers, um, specifically in IT, and as they start to uh, mature in the business, what you want to start to look at before you make your next move, and I said before you make your next move, is you want to be aligned politically and culturally with your next company. And that is very important. As you, you've been in IT, you've been in a game for five years, ten years, Right, 
you've got value, right, in the marketplace. But you, before you jump, you want to make sure <laughs> you're jumping to a, a more advantageous position. And you do that very clandestinely, which means you get a company like a diversant, you start doing what we call um, you know, a, a very quiet job search. You don't want your resume plastered on every job board out there. You just don't want to do that. You want to be able to work uh, behind the scenes, and you want to connect with a company that fits you know, your career goal and where you are today. So, for instance, are you uh, the type of IT person that is really good in a chaotic, ever-changing environment? So maybe you want to work for a company that just got acquired by someone or there's a merger going on, two massive IT enterprises being crushed together, a la um, Wachovia and Wells Fargo, when they joined forces, when Wells Fargo bought Wachovia. That was a major catalyst for IT uh, jobs and growth. In its height, they had six or 7,000 consultants on billing, right? not even considering the permanent uh, jobs. When Merck and, and, and Shearing Plow got together, great catalyst uh, for growth. Opportunities everywhere for the right people. But you want to do that homework prior to taking your resume and just sending it right, out there to people you don't know and people that you probably don't trust, right? So I like to look at the long-term play. So folks on this phone and people I'm probably going to meet in Washington, you may come to me and say, Gene, look, I'm already working at, say, uh, ADP or Comcast, but you know, I heard that they've got some great opportunities at Verizon or Merck or whatever. Can you check into that for me? But don't send my resume unless you check with me. That is so important. That's what makes Diversant a great firm to partner with because we'll do a soft search. We'll talk to people before we ever send your resume. You're going to have a conversation. You're going to have a lunch or a coffee. And you're going to talk about what's going on behind the scenes. At that point in your career, it's not just about technology. It's about cultural fit. What sells at Lowe's may not sell at Home Depot. That's the value that a diversion brings. We're going, to, we're going to decipher that for you and build a roadmap. So I think that's the biggest piece today. Uh, that's the biggest piece of advice I would give to job seekers, folks that are looking to move on in their career. In their career. You don't want to jump you until you understand what you're, jumping into. what you're jumping into. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Excellent, excellent points. And, and and along those lines, you know, is that not all uh, companies that do placements um, are created equal. And you have That's definitely right. called out how divergence is different. And and what I've heard, I hear over and over, people talk about how they feel more like a number um, or you know just almost like cattle. They they. If your resume looks good, they're um, contacting you and they're following up with you. But the minute that it doesn't, if something doesn't match up or work out, then you know they they disappear on you or they get you placed and they they're not there. So definitely, mm-hmm. people have to you know that's a, a relationship 
when you um, and you hoping to get with someone long term because, like you said, maybe every four or five years we'll be reconnecting and looking for the next career path, and yep. you you're looking for a a real long term partner, so to speak, Absolutely. versus just uh, you know just spreading everything out there and. Hoping for the the best. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you said you said it all. I mean, we want to be a career agent, and I'm proud to say that there are people. You know, these are African American, uh, Latino, Hispanic people that I have placed in jobs that are on their third go round in their career. Right, these are people that I've been working with over ten, fifteen years. And what's great is they may have started out as a consultant, and here they are ten years later. Now they're a hiring manager. They're turning around and saying, Gene, you took good care of me. When I was young in my career, I remember that. You helped me with my immigration issues. You helped me with my, my visa issues. You helped my family. You helped my wife you know, uh, uh, come to this country and so on and so forth. Now I am now the head am of the head, uh, a development uh, team. A development now I'm a program team. manager, a program and, I'm, manager. And, I'm, uh, and I'm I have a team of a hundred people. people, and maybe twenty and maybe to thirty percent of them are contractors. Let's talk about Let's how talk we can do more business, do uh, with, business with diversity. And and, and that's that's and, the, that's and the game. It's that's it's not as complicated as people make it seem. You know, folks say to me, "Oh my God, Gene." Uh, you're an entrepreneur, uh, you know, you must be the, you know, the smartest guy in the world, and you must have already had a plan laid out. That's not true. At the end of the day, it's about people. I enjoy working with people, helping people get jobs. I love the fact that, you know, when folks work for a diversity, they're getting a great paycheck, they're getting a competitive rate, and they are putting they are their children through school, school. And people say to me, Gene, you know, how do you know how do you know that you did it right? How do you know? What how do you how do you look at that and how, what's success for you? And to be honest with you, and it's gonna be a little bit corny when I say this, but when your children graduate from a college and I get an invitation, then I know I've done it right. When your kids get married or they have their first child and I'm in the know, I know I've done it right at the end of the day. If you do the right thing in life, the money comes anyway. I won't think about money. I think about doing what's right and taking care of people. That's who I am as a person. And as a result, result, the accolades and the awards and the contracts and the the money, that just comes comes behind it's really not that complicated. Really and, I, and I tell people this, and I, and I, I laugh when I do it. I laugh when I do it. You know, you know I'm not the smartest guy in the, the world. smartest guy in the world. I just take good care of people. I just take good care of people. Mm-hmm. And I'm a man of faith. And I'm a man of faith. And I love and I to love do what's right. And guess what? Right. When you do yes. that and you, you take care of people and you, you give blessings to others, those blessings come back. Sevenfold. You know, and and that's that's what it's all about. I've been in business ten years. I went from zero to one hundred thirty-five million dollars in ten years, and we're just getting warmed up. We're just getting warmed up. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you you really are giving away the secret sauce. People have to listen close. You might need to rewind that last answer because it was all in there. And uh, I really <laughs> like that. I really admire 
that what's, what's at the heart of it all and what's driving it. And just to let our uh, lunchtime listeners know, we're talking to Gene Waddy, CEO of Diversant, and your tagline is Empowered by Difference. And, Gene, I'm, I'm so happy that you um, – I know you're a busy man, and even calling us from the uh, West Coast, we appreciate that. But I also uh, have someone on the line who wants to talk to you, and um, I believe we know who that is. Um, I'm opening up the line. Is that Felicia? <laughs> Felicia, good morning, my dear. <laughs> I hope she's not having this, the same technical difficulties we had earlier. But, Felicia, your mic is open. Are you with us? I am with you, and I do have to apologize. Uh, but, Jean, uh, good afternoon. It's afternoon for us here on the East Coast. Yeah, and everything, man. but it's so great to hear to hear you <laughs> and hear about all the great things that you are doing, uh, not just with Diversant, your company, mm-hmm. but also out there in the community as mm-hmm. well. So, um, you know, just hearing part of the conversation and this mm-hmm. this interview here, I am even more in awe in what you do, and also just you know just so happy to know someone. Um, like you, who is doing so many great things and everything. So um, my hat is off to you, and thank you so much for everything you do. Well, you know what, and I really appreciate that. And for those on the phone, um, listen, you don't tell Felicia no. And (laughs) you know, you know, you're being very modest, very very humble today. But Felicia is is, is an awesome force. Force uh, in the game uh, uh, for in the IT, game. Uh, for and STEM education, STEM and getting education our people, and getting our people uh, connected uh, uh, to opportunity. Uh, that's what makes EDPA such a special uh, organization or on many levels. So, Felicia, thank, thank you for opening my eyes, for opening my eyes uh, further. Uh, I was already further, a part of the New Jersey EDPA, but after I got to meet you in Atlanta, and I really got to understand more from a national perspective what the BDPA is, is, is all about. So, uh, you know, thank you again uh, for connecting me and uh, my staff, Charlene Parks, a big Felicia fan. <laughs> I know this is, we're just getting started in our support of the BDPA. Believe it. Excellent, excellent. And Felicia, thank you for connecting Technology Expresso and allowing us to do this interview with Gene uh, on behalf of a. Uh, BDPA and uh, the and leading up to the national convention where he'll be a keynote speaker. So we're excited about that and look forward to meeting you there uh, as well as uh, Felicia. Would you share with our audience uh, they're familiar with you and the Next Level Technology Foundation and Executive Forum? So why don't you give them a quick update as it relates to Gene being a part of our uh, next Executive Forum? Yes, we are so proud and honored that Jeannie has accepted to be one of the speakers, uh, panelists at the next Minority IT Forum. So I thank you again, Jeannie, uh, for uh, agreeing to do that. And that's actually going to be held in March, uh, March the 17th of 2016. So we're really going to be starting out the first quarter on a great high note. Uh, we are looking forward to uh, um, several other senior leaders uh, executives that will be attending from several different Fortune 500 companies. So if you haven't attended the uh, meeting prior um, to this event this year, uh, I do encourage you to come out. 
Uh, we have had a lot of great speakers there who shared in their stories as to how they've helped to break that glass ceiling, how they're helping to mentor others to go up that glass ceiling and continue to keep it open for others to come uh, along the way. And as we've heard, Gene has been doing that himself through his company with Diversant, along with in the community itself. And he's going to be sharing a lot of uh, information at the national conference uh, in reference to, you know, doing and uh, starting your own business and everything. But he'll have some more, you know, mentoring um, um, things to share at the IT forum itself. So I'm looking forward to that. And anyone who's out there who wants to attend, again, that's going to be March the 17th in 2016. It's going to be at the Crown Plaza, Virginia, in the Atlanta area. Mm. Looking forward Absolutely. to it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. It's always a great event. Uh, so, um, again, and, and so, Felicia, again, thank you for joining us. Well, did you have any uh, questions for Gina at this time, or we can continue down our, our uh, list of questions as well? But I definitely want to give you the, the opportunity to speak. I, I just have one question for Gina. Mm -hmm. How how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it all? Do you do it all? I mean, you you are this great you man out there with this great plan who has a wonderful company, a very caring company. You're not just about making the money. Everyone is about that. But you care about your employees. You care about the people. And you're out there helping the community. You have your own family. The different things you do to uplift everyone. How do you do it all? It's, it's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. Um, ah, boy, how do I do it all? Um, I have a fantastic uh, support system, and it all goes back to my my wife. My wife, uh, Kim, who I've known since my college days when I was a arrogant frat boy <laughs> on the yard back in the day. Um, she's been in my corner. And I, you know, with the travel and the, you know the things that I have to do week after week, the stress, stress, um, you know, that I have to go through. I have to go through. My wife, my wife is my rock. Is my rock. And you know, you have to have someone in your life that anchors you down, keeps your feet connected to the ground. The other aspect is that is is my faith. Is my faith. And I'm not ashamed to say um, that. I know today to people get a little bit uh, freaked out, get a little peace out. You can't talk about your faith. But at the end of the day, I know that there's a higher power that I serve. And my business is my ministry at the end of the day. There are people that have a livelihood because of what diversity does. There are people I've known all my life who say, Gene, can you get my son a job? Can you mentor my daughter? She's lost her way. Can you can you talk to her? Can you spend some time with her? And believe it or not, Felicia, that is what I do. I do that for free. I, it is so important to sit down, carve time out to talk to our young people about what STEM can do for them. I would not be where I am today if it was not for my engineering degree. Okay, if that's that's important, you know, my children know they're going into technology. They don't have a choice. 
<laughs> you know, my kids, they look at, listen, they're, 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 you know, I'm a, I'm a rabid uh, Dallas Cowboy fan. I love my, my football. I love my basketball and all my sports and what have you. But I'm constantly in my children's ear and say, listen, you love your baseball. We love, oh, my goodness, Des Bryant is a great guy. Isn't that fantastic, the things he's accomplished on the football field? I said, he's rich, but Jerry Jones, the owner of the company, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, is wealthy. There's a difference. I'm going to help you understand that difference. Nothing wrong with being able to play some basketball and throw a football the length of, a fo- of, of, of the field, and I, I got that. I got that. But do you know that the person that does the mobile apps for Apple is a millionaire? Do you know that the person that does the .NET programming for this technology platform makes $200 an hour? Did you know that? And that's a cool job. You're not putting cotton balls in a bottle. You are in the you are at the forefront of technology. That's that's where the evangelism comes in. Okay, I'm a blue collar kid, first person in my family to go to college. My father was a blue collar union guy. My mom was a stay at home mom. God bless her. She's still with me at 85. Lost my dad in 2003, but he told me when I was seven. You're going to be an engineer. <laughs> I didn't know what an engineer did. I don't think he really knew. But what he knew was these are people that work the day shift and have suits on and have clean hands. That's what you're going to do. The messaging was so strong in the 80s that as an African-American male, I'm thinking, I, I want to be an engineer. We got, to get, we got to get back to that. We got to grab our youth and say, listen, let me tell you something. Here's the way out. Here's the way out. Go into technology. It changes so frequently that if you stay on top of the game, you can make money for the next 30 or 40 years. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, you're going to take 21 credits a semester when you're an undergrad. Yeah, I got it. But trust and believe, if you do it and you pay the dues early, this STEM will set you free. Like I said, my business is my ministry. I get to touch people, right, all day, every day. That's why I do it, and I would do it for free. That's 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 the, that's what it's all about. That's what diversity is about. That's what Gene Wadi is about. Is helping other folks bridge that gap and make it happen. I am tired of hearing there are not enough African Americans in IT. Let's change it. Let's change it. India graduates 400,000 STEM folks a year. The U.S. does 40,000. And of that 40,000, just guess how many are African-American and Hispanic. Very, very few. We have a lot of work to do, folks. And the BBPA BBPA is part of that platform that we can do it. That's that's that's, that's, our that's that's our vehicle. So Felicia, and so Felicia all of your team out there, I'm happy to serve. It means a lot to me. It means a lot. To me. And like I said, and I would do it like for said, free. I would do it for free. So thank you for the opportunity. So thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you. Powerful question, uh, Felicia, and uh, love all of the. the the information that you packed in that response. Especially, I grabbed out of that. 
Sim will set you free. I love that. Sim <laughs> will set you free. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm seeing a T-shirt already. You, um, but I love that Sim will set you free. And to your point, VDPA, which is celebrating their 40 years anniversary, has been there, has gotten that, and has made that opportunity available for both young people as well as mm-hmm. those advancing their career. So awesome. bringing your powerful message along with what VDPA is doing, uh, all the new stuff that uh, they are launching. If people haven't noticed, go to bdpa.org. You'll see the uh, facelift on the website, um, the new logo. It's going to be um, exciting times going forward. And um, just hearing you speak, Jean, and, and responding to Felicia's uh, question has got me fired up. So I know the audience, <laughs> I mean, that, 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 that's powerful information. And, and we're so happy that you sharing that today at our noon uh, special edition of Technology Expresso Radio. But, Felicia, again, thank you for, for joining us. I'm, I'm watching our time. We've got about five minutes left. But thank you for joining us, Felicia, and thank you for connecting us with Jean. And thank you, uh, Jacqueline, for allowing me to spend wow. some of the time during Jean's time. And I appreciate you, Jean, allowing me <laughs> to uh, have a few words during your interview. Uh, of course, I'm sure you could have talked so much more because you have so much wisdom and guidance and so much to share. So I really appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to seeing you at the National Conference of VDPA in Washington, D.C., and then also what you're sitting down at the uh, Minority IT Forum mm-hmm. on uh, March the March. 17th. So I'm looking forward to both of those. Absolutely. And, again, thank you. Again, like, thank I you. Earlier, like I said folks, earlier, folks, you, you don't tell Felicia. You don't no. tell Felicia. No. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm, I'm happy <laughs> to do this, and I'm, I'm happy and I'm, I'm uh, happy to serve. And at the end of the day, folks, this is a crusade uh, for me. Uh, we talked about you know, the business being my ministry. If I can help anyone, if you've got uh, questions or you're not sure about where to take the next step in your career, if you have uh, family members that want to get into IT or someone that's looking for the next job, please, please, please send the resumes directly to me. Go on their website, diversion.com. Get in touch. I will call you back, and I will help you, and I will set you, you know, set people on the right path. I'll use the right local have, branch local network of diversion to get you connected. Um, because again, um, I, I'm, again I'm, I'm, I'm tired I'm of the status quo. The status quo. These are good jobs are out good here. Job, Great jobs. IT jobs. IT jobs. Making money, changing technology. You can be relevant for the next no, 10, 15, 20 years. 20 years. If you get connected, you get connected uh, with the right opportunity, uh, the right that's opportunity. what I'm here to that's do. So, here. Felicia, again, so thank you so much, BDPA, for, um, for uh, getting me more connected uh, and providing a platform uh, to give back. So, thank you. Absolutely. And and I, I want to say I know that there's so much more that I'd like to, to, to dive into, but I'm just going to have to tell our audience, you're going to have to come to Washington. You're going to have to – uh, hear Jean present at the BDPA National uh, Convention, mm-hmm. and if you can't make it to D.C., then plan ahead March 17th here in Atlanta, and he'll be speaking here at our IT Executive Forum. So stay tuned with that, and you can follow both of those on BDPA.org or AtlantaBDPA.org. Those are those websites. But 
You know, Jean, the, my takeaway clear, loud and clear, is that diversity cares. It cares about people. And I can't, uh, I have to mention, I think Felicia will appreciate this as well as my co-host, David Blackman, that you have a special program for U.S. veterans as oh, well, yes. uh, the mm-hmm. STAR program. This another example that you all care, and this is yes. phenomenal. And, and um, if you have just a couple of words you want to share about that. Sure, sure, and I'm, I'm smiling right now because the the Star Program is um, is really, to me, is like the feather in the cap of Diversant. Um, my sister uh, is a combat uh, combat medic, and so she got shot at and was <laughs> dodging bullets in both uh, Gulf Wars, and so I, I I did not have the privilege of serving, but as a business owner, we talked about Diversant being my ministry. I was really involved with getting more veterans opportunities in IT. So we have what's called the STAR program, where we're taking veterans that are coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq, and we're training them in quality assurance and project and program management. And they're working for some of the biggest companies in the diverse portfolio, AIG, Bank of America, right, these are the types of companies in Merck. These are the firms that we have the STAR program uh, installed at. And what's fantastic about it, it, it tra- we train the folks. We mentor the folks. We have a, a, a veterans on the team that help mentor and develop these folks as they transition from the military life to life in the private sector. And what's different about our program is that it's solely focused on IT. So, Nothing. I'm not taking anything against anything away from like a Walmart or J.P. Morgan Chase, where they say, "Well, you know what? We're going to hire a thousand veterans. That's fantastic. That's great. I, I'm, I'm all about that." But this is just my personal view. These are people that keep us free, right? These are people that protect our way of life. I think we can do a little bit better than giving them a job stocking shelves at Walmart. That's just the way I feel about it. Why not give them a career? So we train them up. We train them up. So if they want to go work at Macy's, we sit down with the folks at Macy's and say, what do you need? What commitment can you make? Over the next several years, they'll say, Gene, I need project managers. I need QAs. I need this. I need that. We're willing to say we're going to hire 20 veterans. Can you train them up? Can you get them ready? And we have classroom training, on-the-job training. They get paid while they're uh, consultants, and guess what? At the end of that 12-month or 18-month program, they get a full-time job at a Fortune 500 company. I'm so proud of the fact that when I go on site at Merck, I see 30, at least 30 to 40 program managers that look like me that have full-time have jobs. Full-time jobs. That's, to me, that, uh, that's how you move the needle. You move the needle. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, it's very clear. Jean, I, I wanted to pack in every moment because there was so much that we needed to, to cover. But people <laughs> continue to follow, get connected. Um, this is the, the organization that's going to take us to the next level. So looking forward to meeting you in person. Um, thank you for, you know, giving us this hour. And um, just continue, continue success. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, and bless everyone on the call. And again, if you need some help, uh, you need you know a little advice. You got family members that want to get into IT and move to the next level. Just go to diversion, you know, www.diversion.com and call me directly, and I'll, and I'll answer. So thank you.
Excellent, excellent. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy the rest of your day. See you in D.C. Bye-bye, everyone. Indeed. Take care. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So please, from August 18th to 22nd, you too can join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future. For more information on BDPA's National Conference and Free Career Fair, please visit www.bdpa.org. Join the evolution of IT and embrace the digital future at the 37th Annual National BDPA Technology Conference and Free Career Fair at the Washington Hilton Hotel, located at 1919 Connecticut Avenue, Northwest Washington, D.C., from August 18th to 22nd. BDPA is the largest African-American information technology association in the U.S., involved in training professionals and students in the fields of science, technology, engineering, and math. For the past 36 years, BDPA conferences have provided opportunities for innovators like you to get the knowledge and resources that are critical to stay on top. So join us. You've been listening to Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com for a full list of broadcast archives, social media handles, and upcoming shows. Keep up with Technology Expresso while on the go by texting the word LAUNCH to 41411. That's texting the word LAUNCH to 41411.